0: Friends, I am so excited to introduce you to my friend, Alison Carter, today. Alison is the queen of party planning and she believes that every occasion, big or small, deserves to be celebrated, and she helps families do just that with her business, Alison Carter Celebrates. She creates digital party plans and holiday planning guides to help families celebrate all of life's occasions and holidays while saving time, stress, and money. She takes the planning off your plate so that you can focus on the fun parts of hosting a beautiful party. Her Memories and Moments podcast has served thousands of families around the world, helping them turn life's little moments into beautiful, lasting memories. She recently launched her first physical product, Memories and Moments Unwrapped, a holiday-themed subscription box helping families bring her popular holiday celebration guides to life. Allison and her business have been featured in Forbes, Better Homes and Gardens, Martha Stewart, Buzzfeed, Real Simple, Mingle Magazine, and more. I've asked Allison to come on today to share some of her best tips for helping our kids create magical memories while in quarantine for the end of the school year and our missed milestones of how we can celebrate them and make our kids still feel special and that they haven't missed anything. And you guys, there is some great tips in this episode and I can't wait for you to hear it. You ready? Let's go. Hi there. I'm Jenna Kutcher. I'm the host of the Gold Digger podcast. And I'm so excited that you're hearing me right now because that means that I get to introduce you to my friend, Michelle Hagen and her podcast, The Busy Years. Michelle is a mama on a mission dedicated to inspire other women to chase their dreams and their passions, no matter what season of life they're in. And I've gotten the privilege to mentor and coach Michelle. She was one of my top 10 students in my community of over a thousand women, and she helped lead and inspire other mamas just like you. And now you, my friend, you get a front row seat. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired. Hi, I'm Michelle, a sales and profitability strategist, mentor, and captain of your cheering squad. But most importantly, I'm a Midwest wife and mama to two spirited boys, and I'm a lover of learning, family vacations, and nap time. I built my business between the moments of motherhood, and I know that you can do it too. Being a mama is hard, and no one should have to do it alone. That's why I'm bringing women together to share their stories of motherhood, business, and blessings. So grab your coffee, wash your dishes, hey, even take a shower because we can do this friend in the middle of motherhood you're listening to the busy years podcast where motherhood and business meet come tired leave inspired Okay friends, I am so excited to introduce you to my friend Allison Carter with Allison Carter Celebrates and I have gotten to know her over this past year and my family even uses her beautiful memories and moments boxes that I gifted to my mom for Christmas. So I cannot wait for Allison to share with us today about how we can create Wonderful memories as we end this odd school year at home and go into summer. So, welcome to the show, Allison.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me and congrats on starting the show. Welcome to the crazy podcasting roller coaster adventure world. <laughs>
0: It is a roller coaster adventure. It's so yeah. much harder than people you think. You're like, oh, I'll just create a podcast. No, my nope. friends, it is much harder <laughs> than it than it looks. Yep. Well, yep. Allison, why don't you introduce yourself to everybody and tell us a little bit about you?
1: Sure, I'm Allison, and I live in the Seattle area with my husband Ryan. He's actually my high school sweetheart, and I have. Two tiny humans that run around my house all day long. Um, they're six and three, and their names are Evie and Hudson. And I help busy moms all over the world celebrate holidays and special occasions and the little everyday moments in a way that saves them time and energy and puts the focus back on the fun parts because we got into this parenting gig and we were so excited about what Christmas was going to look like and what summer breaks were going to look like and all of those fun things. And then somewhere along the way, you know, Life happens and we're like, wait a minute, this stuff is hard. So my job is to come in and help you see the things that you're already doing or to help with all those little moments that we can, I say, turn the volume up just a little bit to make them a little bit more fun, a little bit more special so we can enjoy this parenting ride a little bit more in the end. Yeah. And it, it
0: like your products. So do that. And your the party's plans that she has, guys, are so cute. But will Thank you tell you. us about how you started your business and why you started it and how old were the kids when you
1: started? <laughs> yes, I started my business because it 100% fell into my lap. Uh, I know zero part of me wanted to be an entrepreneur. I taught second grade for years, And I always thought I would go back to teaching and I kept pushing it off when Evie was born. And so I was like, okay, when she's one, I'll go back. And then I didn't go back. And then I'm like, maybe I'll have after the second baby, I'll go back. And I had always thought that. And then my girlfriends and I were talking one day, I have a really close knit mom tribe. We all met when our first kids were babies and Uh, They've just like are my lifeline constantly all day. We talk all day long, basically. And thank God for them for COVID. Hello. Uh, They are like my saving grace. We actually just did like a car lunch where all of us packed up, no kids, and drove into a field basically and parked with our trunks back to each other and all stayed in our trunks and ate lunch. (laughs) but just to talk. Uh, So anyways, those are my people. And we were talking about first birthday parties for our second kids and they're all born within weeks or if not days of each other. And so we were kind of claiming birthday party dates. And I had a girlfriend of mine who is a working mom. She works for Microsoft, big job at Microsoft. Um, She was like, I just can't do it. Like I can't even wrap my head around throwing a party for Charlie. Like I've got way too much going on at work and I, but then, you know, like, how bad am I that I can't even give my daughter her first birthday party? It's gonna suck. And I was like, oh my God, let me do it. So I've always been the party planning, like, girl of our group. I would do the little themed play dates, not because I felt like I had to or because of a comparison game, which I have a lot of issues with, which we could touch on later, uh, <laughs> but more so because it just really gave me joy. Like, I love bringing people together, I love having all of My favorite people together in one spot and creating those moments for them. And so I was like, okay, I'll plan Charlie's party. And so I figured out a way to get my ideas into her head by opening up a digital document and throwing some inspiration on there. And then I knew because she didn't have any time that I should show her where to buy the things. Because, you know, when you plan a party on Pinterest and you go to a blog and they don't tell you where they bought the cute things and they don't show you how to do them, they just have a bunch of pretty pictures thrown up there. And then you have to do this like scavenger hunt on the internet, basically, to try and recreate something in a way that works for you and your family. And I knew that that would just stress her out even more so that wouldn't work so i did all the shopping for her i hyperlinked all the photos and said this is your menu plan here's how you set up a dessert table here's charlie's dress she's gonna wear send it all to her and she was like are you kidding me what is this like i immediately know what i'm doing for the party i can picture it exactly i click 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 everything just goes in my amazon cart and i'm done like this is a godsend." word got out that i was planning these parties even though i had done one party but mom you know word of mom th- spreads mm-hmm. and so then i started getting facebook messages like hey can you do mine hey my kid wants a fire truck theme and i'm not sure what to do would you would you mind doing that and little did i know i was building an inventory to open an online store and so at that time uh evie my oldest was three and hudson was six months old six months and i did this at nap time i didn't even have my own laptop like i was stealing my husband's laptop to do this um and then it just blossomed and word got out and i started just planning more and more and more of these and now i've helped thousands of moms all over the world like from australia and my next door neighbor and and just all over. And so it's really been fun to see how it's grown and how I've been able to help these moms make an experience special for them also, instead of having that full on like, oh, my kid's birthday is coming up again. Now, what am I supposed to do? Um, instead, now it gets to be like, yay, they want a princess party. And I know that I just have to open my email and the whole thing is done for me. So that's how the party side of that really came about that's how Allison Carter celebrates started and then it's evolved somewhat into what it is today but but yeah that's that's my little background story
0: yeah I love it and I love how you said that like entrepreneurship just fell into your lap that it was something because a lot of times people don't realize that it's just stuff that maybe you really like doing or that Mm -hmm. you're good at can become a
1: whole business yeah totally Well, and I think as moms, like moms are the biggest problem solvers. And so there is always something in our life that we wish was better or that we wish – could be tweaked somehow. And I didn't know that I created something that didn't exist. Like I didn't really, because there's party bloggers and there's like checklists and there's different things that can help you plan a party, but there's not something that's all encompassing. Like here's your whole vision board. Here's 25 pages of exactly what you need to do. Everything is clicked and found for you, and this is how you set it up. Um, I I didn't know as I was creating that 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 wasn't something that, you know, you always think someone else has done it. And actually, as I started searching into this as a viable business, it wasn't something that people – had done. Um, now it is, but (laughs) (laughs) so that also is that whole, like I solved a problem that I didn't really, it's not a problem for me. So it's also not something that I would have just created on my own had it not come out of conversations because I don't have that as a sticky thing, entertaining, hosting, planning, all of that stuff comes very naturally to me. Um, it doesn't to a lot of moms. And so that was another thing that I kind of had to learn as I has started growing the business. Yeah. I love that. And how you said that a lot of times it is stuff that is
0: so natural to you Mm -hmm. and that you don't even realize that, oh, like you don't know how to do this. Oh, okay. Yeah. What do you think was the hardest part about being a mom with littles and creating your business? Time. (laughs)
1: Does everybody say that? Uh, Still is. Still will be my answer. Uh, Yeah, just the time that it takes because like you even said about starting a podcast, you're like, oh, I'm going to start a podcast where I get to, you know, talk to moms and then I just upload it. Um, There's like 50 other steps that go into getting this conversation out into the world and business is like that. Like there are way more things that go into having a successful business than I think a lot of people realize. Um, People are like, oh, are you planning those little parties still? That's so fun. And I'm like, well, yeah, those little parties, those take like a good four full days of me to plan. Um, That's the amount, like I'm saving so many hours of time for moms, because when you really sit down and think about, planning a party start to finish and doing all the shopping like that's a lot of hours so people Mm -hmm. don't understand that amount of work and then social media and emails and (laughs) talking to customers and i mean the a million things that go into it and so when i started i sure as heck didn't understand any of that stuff and so i not only had to run my business and serve my customers I also had to learn what a business even was and how Mm -hmm. to run an online business. Like, I didn't know anything about, you know, money, uh, (laughs) e-commerce. Like, I didn't even know an online course uh, for business existed. I didn't know what a webinar was until I started searching things and I started getting targeted. And that's actually how I found Jenna Kutcher was Uh through a webinar Facebook ad when she really first started with Instagram. And I was like, oh, she looks cute. Um, She's going (laughs) to teach about Instagram. Like I should learn about getting on Instagram. And so I took her webinar and that was very early on when I started. So I just didn't know that. Um, So I think it's the time it takes away from your family and really understanding and being okay with the fact that something will be sacrificed. Um, I'm not somebody that believes in full balance. I don't think that you can have exactly what you need with both your family and both your business at the same time. I definitely think there's ways to be fulfilled. But if I'm sitting here talking to you, and especially right now with quarantine situation, (laughs) I'm not. Playing outside with my kids. Like I'm choosing mm-hmm. this right now and I don't want to say I'm choosing that over my kids, but I am prioritizing this moment right now over that playing with the kids. When I hang up, that will be flip-flopped and I will turn business off for the rest of the afternoon and hang out with my kids. So it's really just being okay with where that time is allotted, um, I mm-hmm. guess. But but yeah, it's, it's a struggle and I don't know it's one that anybody fully nails down
0: how have you been feeling in this season do you kind of feel like that you just need a hard reset or some structure to your day to help you feel like you have been accomplishing everything you've wanted my wonderful friend emma hicks of camp climb came up with an amazing solution for us my friends a 28-day reset log for a fresh perspective and sustainable structure This 58-page book is designed to bring you back home to yourself, finding joy in the ordinary, which steadily leads you to your own extraordinary. The Foundation for a Future You workbook includes how-to examples for logging your days, your period, guided future planning tools, worksheets to prep you for your logging, and worksheets to help support your future vision casting. My friends, this is something that you need in this season of life. Head to shopcampclimb.com and use the code BUSYYEARS to receive $5 off of your purchase of a Foundation for a Future You workbook. Again, head to shopcampclimb.com and use the code BUSYYEARS. Right. And like you said, I don't think that there's any balance and it's just deciding like, okay, in this season that I'm in, how much time can I commit to working? And then what's the biggest needle movers in that time for today or this week or this month? And semi-planning and being okay that you're in the little years of of your Mm -hmm. kids. And so they will go to school Mm -hmm. all day. Well, hopefully someday (laughs) we hope they all go back back to school. (laughs) But like, I know like for me personally, I'm only a few years away from having hours every day to get to work. So being okay that maybe my business isn't going as fast as somebody Mm -hmm. else's, but I'm just doing it in the time that I have.
1: Yes, Um, I totally agree with that. And I'm also somebody that doesn't mind my kids seeing me build something. Um, I'm also really proud of that. And since I've been doing this since they were six and six months and three years old, they don't know any different. And so they know that mommy goes and works and we have quiet time or on Saturday mornings, daddy usually takes us somewhere so mommy can catch up on some work. Like they understand that. They know that. They also know that if you ask them like what's mommy do all day she'll say like oh she plans parties for other kids or she puts boxes together so families can celebrate easter or whatever like so they understand um they're also very involved like uh, Evie kind of checks out the party plans that I'm doing. And she's like, yeah, I kind of like that one better. Or I'll be like, which garland do you think would be like more fun for this fancy Nancy party? Like this one or this one? Which one would you be more excited to see by your cake? And she'll like pick that one. And so she, I try and involve them. Or for yeah, Christmas boxes, there were snow globes inside, like uh-huh. all that snow was scooped by my kids. And I was like, one scoop of this and two scoops of this. And they were like, okay. And they got set up with their little <laughs> their Ziploc baggies and, and <laughs> scooped the snow for me. And, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit longer and sometimes I need to redo some of the things, but I also want them to feel involved and I want them to see like what I'm doing is also impacting other families. It's not just mommy sits in here because she doesn't want to be with us.
0: Right. Oh, I love that that you get to involve her in doing like helping and stuff. It's so funny mm-hmm. when quarantine happened. I honestly had the thought I was like, dang, if I was an entrepreneur and my kids were older guess what they would be doing? Not school. They'd be learning (laughs) entrepreneurship. They would be scheduling the posts on Facebook. Yes. But I, and I'm in the point where I'm like, well, my kids can't really do anything to help, but guess what? When they're going to work in the summer, they're going to work for mommy someday. They might not want to, but or I'll find someone else for them to work, you know, because learning the whole side of the business Mm -hmm. is so good for them.
1: Yeah, I totally agree.
0: Well, let's transition and talk about what you are going to teach on today, which is creating these memories as we are at home. And May is such an important month um, with the end of school and graduation. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny how I really didn't think much of Preschool graduation, like, oh, it's preschool graduation, whatever, until it Mm -hmm. was taken away, which they might still do something, but it's just those like things that you don't realize in life that are so important until they're gone you know, and I know even in high schools when, where I went to high school, yeah, where I went to high school, there was like this huge, big, they called it field day that happened Mm -hmm. in high school at the end of the school year. And like, those girls are losing that. And, um, there's just so many things that happen. And so I thought there was no better person than you Mm -hmm. to tell us how we can commemorate some of these things that we are losing and kind of, help transition into summer so that the kids kind of feel like they're ending school and getting to start summer.
1: Yes, totally. This is something that I've been thinking about so much, and it's actually something that I talk about each year, but this year, like ending the school year and starting summer and making that line in the sand very distinct. But now, more than ever, I feel like we need to really make that line um, very evident because summer is not going to look all that different. And so I am really trying to ensure that I am making that distinction between the school, and I have air quotes, (laughs) school year ending and summer beginning. Because summer is such a huge milestone and such a fun part of your family's story. Like when you look back on your childhood, nine times out of 10, you're thinking about summer memories, what you guys did in the summer, places that you went, memories that you made with your families, like popsicles outside, slip and slide, all of those things. Those are so important to like our childhoods and our kids' Mm -hmm. childhoods. And so I don't, right now our kids are playing, they're taking walks and they're riding their bikes and now it's getting nicer out. And so we're able to go out and do some of those things, but then we're also like sticking them in front of a screen and watching their teachers read a story to them. So there's Mm -hmm. a big difference of what I want my kids summer to look like come June. Ours is mid June, but we'll go with May. Um, Something that I do every single year is we always have an end of year celebration. And that's usually on the last day of school or the weekend, Before, like if the school ends on a Wednesday or something, then that weekend we'll do a big party. Um, sometimes it's just our family. Obviously, this year it will be. Uh, other times we invite neighbors or classmates or family friends or whatever, and we just have a fun. We did it. We made it through another year. Let's kick off summer. So that is one of the ways that I think still should happen for every family is having that last day. We say goodbye to our teachers. Homeschooling is done. Summer is starting. Um, I think we need to have a little celebration. And by celebration, I really mean whatever you want to do (laughs) that works for your family and your motivation level come you know, another month of this. So that could be you stick out a, roll a wrapping paper and you turn it over. So it's the white side and your kid's, draw like a mural or a big summer picture all over it and you hang that up. I still plan on having my kids like run through the front door on the last day of school. Again, air quotes are up Um, because (laughs) I always have something waiting for them when they come home on their last day of school. So I'm still going to put up the little, Letterboard or the chalkboard sign that says, like, you did it. Welcome to summer. They're still going to run through the front door because that's a tradition for them. That's a memory that they know. And then I always have like a summer kickoff basket waiting for them. And a lot of times it's dollar store stuff, Target dollar spot stuff, which I was looking at Target the other day. And a lot of their dollar spot stuff you can find online right now or for um, delivery pickup. So some of these things oh. you can still be. Doing or it is really close to the door, so you could scoot in with your mask, scoot out real fast, but mm-hmm. they're still stock in that dollar stop. Um, uh, yeah. people need things to do. So, for us, um, I have we talked about the boxes um earlier, but I have a subscription box that is all holiday and special occasion themed with activities and crafts and all of that. And I have a summer box that's going to be coming first week of June, and so for my kids they're always super excited about their own box because they see me build the boxes for other kids. <laughs> and I always surprise <laughs> them when they get their own. And so instead of big um, boxes or big, you know, like summer totes or whatever for summer where I usually put like ball- new balls, new water toys, new swimsuit, things like that, um, they're going to get surprised by their summer box. And so su- uh, summer box is a great way to kind of have this Fun celebration, this kickoff to summer, something for your kids to do, um, waiting for them. So I really think that this last day of school or these milestones that they're missing out on, they need their moment. Like I don't mm-hmm. think we should just skirt around them. I think that we still honor them. I think that we still know that our kids are graduating from preschool or finishing their kindergarten year or their fifth graders now going to middle school. And I think that those occasions still need to be celebrated. And we just need to switch our mindset when it comes to them because the celebration just looks a little bit different. So when you're thinking of a Graduation from let's say fifth grade to middle school or something. Like, what are your kids' school colors? Like, Abby's school is turquoise and black. So, if I were to go on Amazon, I could easily get a turquoise plastic tablecloth or some turquoise and black paper plates or some napkins. I can get maybe uh, like a couple streamer backdrops. I can get something very simple, very inexpensive. A lot of times, even if I want to run into the dollar store quickly. I can do that too. Um, and we have like a congrats on finishing elementary school. Like that is huge. I mean, I can even do it for this year as she finishes her kindergarten year, because usually they have like a little kindergarten graduation too. Um, and so I think that you could still make it a celebration. You could have a, you could reach out to your teachers You can ask them to send you a little email or send a little video message or some sort of like note of congrats or like you did it. I'm so proud of you because or I loved having you in my class because any little thing like that you can reach out to their classmates and then you can do this also for your kids classmates. You can do like a little switchy thing with different families um, and put a little slideshow together with the notes or with the video messages. And so you can involve your kids people also in this fun little ending celebration or this milestone graduation um, ceremony. You could have a little ceremony at dinner. Mm -hmm. You could have them walk outside um, down into the porch or on the front door. Um, I think that We're nervous for our kids in hyping it up because we don't want them to be disappointed as to what they are missing. And so Mm -hmm. some some of the families that I've been talking about have been like, oh, well, we're just going to wait and hear what happens with school and then we'll deal with it. Um, But, you know, come prom day when that girl is like, really wanting to put on her dress more than anything. Or, you know, obviously the little kids aren't going to know exactly what day their preschool graduation was. But Mm -hmm. when it comes to those things, like we will. And so instead of making that day like a sad day, like, oh, we should have been at your school, like outside and celebrating you ending and You're going to go to kindergarten and all that stuff. And in making it a sad thing or making it a loss, I think there's a way that we could totally pivot and make it a fun celebration thing that in all actuality, they'll probably remember even more uh, because we're really making it about them and not about one of 20 kids or something like that. Do you know what I mean? So they're, mm-hmm. they're not having their moment with their class, but they're really coming back to their people, the people they care about the most. And they're having their big like attentions on me, like, wow, they, they think that I'm so special. And like, I finished and I get to move on to the next thing or, or whatnot. So um, so when it comes to Those milestones, I I really highly encourage parents to not just brush over them and to really actually give them a moment and put a little more effort into thinking, like, okay, how could we celebrate this? How could we, you know, make this a bigger deal than maybe it even would have had it all gone through? Um, So that's my first kind of big. tip. Um, Another one of my kids' favorite ways to celebrate something is I surprise attack them with what I call a yes day. And so if you have kids that are really upset about something they're missing out at school, um, then it's time to do a surprise attack yes day. And yes day means Mm -hmm. I literally say yes to anything they ask, as long as, you know, we're not going to go to jail or They're in danger (laughs) or we're not practicing social distancing rules or something like that. But I mean, for the most part, we're on yes, because kids get told no a million times, even more so right now. Um, We're telling them, no, you can't do that. Oh, we can't do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we can't do that either. And so they're just constantly hearing something negative. They're all confused. They don't know what's happening. They have no control. So a yes day is a... great way to give them some of that control and to make this situation more fun. So I want to go ride my bike. Great. Let's ride a bike. I want to bake a cake. Great. Let's bake a cake. I want to watch three movies. Awesome. Which ones do you want to watch? Um, I want to have a sleepover in your bedroom. Sure. Like I, I, mean, really like anything they say, you say yes to and sometimes it's super annoying and nobody wants to say yes to it like I don't really want two kids in my bed but it makes them so freaking happy and like the their face lights up the first time that you say yes because they look at you to test you and they look at you like are you gonna say yes to this and so they ask something like can I eat a whole cake and you're like sure let's make it like two forks let's go at it and they just look at you their face is like what (laughs) is she for real they're like amazed and that moment I like live for and so I it's so so that is like worth it to me that's worth the feet in my spine all night long because they're so excited and they're so happy and those are like the memories that our kids are going to remember and those are the fun little times that I want them to think back on when it comes to this crazy situation that we're in on like I don't think Hudson at three is really going to remember this but my Mm -hmm. six-year-old's going to remember the time what she should have been in kindergarten, but she was at home with us. And I don't want her to remember that it was confusing or scary or anxious. I want her to remember that I let her sleep in her brother's bed whenever she wanted to. I let them you know, go play outside and use chalk whenever I wanted. The, like you would use their rice bin that I never let them use because yeah. it's so annoying to clean. Whenever they wanted to, like uh, all I let I we baked, we play. Like I played outside. I'm not an outside mom, but I've been saying yes a lot more because they need it. Um, so those yes days for birthdays are a really great one for these spring and summer birthdays that are again out of our control and not looking like they usually do. That's a great way to surprise them for their birthday or for one of these missing milestones, or just to kick off summer in general. I think, um, it's just a fun kind of way to, to make the the transition something that's more fun, something that's more grounded in family connection, uh, versus continuing the groundhog's day rut that this could, could already has um, been for most (laughs) for most families (laughs) oh I
0: love the yes day we do that um, because Turner and Thatcher both have February birthdays and in Nebraska it's so cold there's nowhere to go unless you're going to spend like hundreds and hundreds of dollars on a birthday and it's so funny because Turner even now still says so I was five on my birthday when I got to pick five things that you said yes to so next year do I get to pick six yeah I was like yeah and
1: he's like (laughs) oh like
0: in his mind he's already thinking like what are my things that I'm gonna pick that my mom's gonna say yes to um so I love those Yeah. yeah
1: yeah it's the best yeah I also think creating some sort of bucket list is a really um, fun way to put like a more positive spin on what summer is going to look like. And so something I'm planning with my own kids is creating a possibly still on quarantine bucket list and then just a wild dreams. If we could do anything with all of this lifted, what would our like ideal summer look like bucket list? Um, just in case, and obviously like, we're all going to be craving to do so much. And chances are in three months, we're not getting Mm -hmm. on a plane to go to Hawaii, but we could be doing something. So I could be taking something that they, they put on that dream bucket list. Like we were supposed to go to Hawaii in July for the kids' birthdays. And so obviously we're not doing that right now. Um, but I could create Hawaii, in our backyard. So I could get the pool out. I could get the water toys out. I can have Hawaiian music. I can have hula. We could do whatever, um, like fancy drinks. I could take us to Hawaii on a weekend or something like that. Or if they, you know, whatever they want to do the beach or, hikes or whatever it is that your family comes and wants to do. Maybe it's a special dinner or whatever you guys like to do during the summer. Um, How can you take those dream things if we can't do them this summer? How could you take them and do them quarantine style? Uh, That's another thing that I'm sort of planning on doing. So what could we do already that is quote unquote, allowed, that would be fun, different family dates or whatever. But then also like, if we really could do anything, what would it be Um, really to just get insight into my kids' minds? Like, what do they, what are they missing? What are they really looking forward to that are not going to happen? And how can I navigate that? And how can I somehow make those things happen without physically going to that place or being around those people, or different things like that. Like my kids have summer birthdays, they're June and July. So obviously um, for them, they're used to having parties and they're used to having big parties because those are also branding shoots for my business. And so that's going to look different for everybody this year. So now my kind of challenge is how to really do that in a way that honors what they want and what they usually are used to, but in a way that works with our our new lifestyle so just another little way to make this a little bit more fun a little bit more unique like mm, turn the yeah, volume up about. i love it we had to do the same thing like i
0: even i even sent you a message and was like allison we're missing my mom's birthday mm-hmm. in the disney cruise what can i do and yeah. it did like she even said she was like today was just as magical if we would have been on the ship as being mm-hmm. home and so you can't it's still creating the same yes. same memories and having fun. It's just being together that I think that really matters.
1: When you think about your kids and when they're the happiest, it is when you guys are all doing something together. Always. And on my podcast, every question uh, at the end of every show, I ask, what's your favorite memory from childhood? It is always something small and it is always something when they were together as a family. They did this with their parents and their siblings. They went uh, on a hike every single year or they played down at a stream in their backyard or something. It's always we were together doing something very simple. And that is when usually your kids are the most well behaved and like the happiest and they come back the happiest and they sleep really well that night and everybody's in a good mood. And those things don't cost anything. And those things are not hard to do. We're just actually not doing them because of whatever else is going on or motivation level or energy level or tired and oh my gosh, I get it. Because that's not something I cannot be fully present with my kids at all times. Like I cannot create magical memories from them Mm -hmm. all day, every day. I I can do that sometimes. And I love doing that. And that brings me joy. But we're not up in here with like rainbows and unicorns all day long, like the perfect little memory making family. Like (laughs) that's not happening. Um, but there are little moments (laughs) that I can make sure throughout the week that I am fully present, not distracted, that I am pouring into them, that I am giving them what they need. And I always see a difference in their attitudes and their willingness to help and the way they act towards each other. Um, and then the way that it recharges and fills me up also. Um, and so I think it's a lot of this back to basics family connection time that is really coming to the forefront during this and then just really figuring out how you could make that work and what that looks yes, like for you. And your I family. love that. And I think it totally brings us like full circle back around
0: how at the beginning we were talking about that. When you do have family time with the kids, like that you are present and you're making like those memory times, but then when you're mm-hmm. working, like they not they're not gonna mm-hmm. remember those pieces. You know, like I can think as a kid, like I remember my mom worked and my dad worked and I remember them being gone Mm -hmm. and having to travel for work. But I don't remember that as a negative piece. Like I just remember that like my dad always was the basketball coach and he always was there for practice. And my mom was really good at making birthday parties Mm -hmm. and doing like craft thingies. And those are the special memories. And it's just little things it wasn't all the time yeah um like you said that it's it's remembering that like you don't have to be a super mom all the time but every once in a while when you pull out the you know when you pull out the cave and you feel really good those are the things that the kids are going to remember yeah
1: Yes, and that is literally why I created the subscription box because it is those little times where you're like, yay, I can grab this or this is going to come to my porch and I'm going to bring that out and they're going to like tear through it and be like, oh my gosh, Easter painting, bunny like, plate, like they're, I mean, it's bubbles for summer, like they're going to be all excited and they're going to look towards you because you're the one that handed that to them. And so they're like, oh my gosh, and then it's meant for families to do together. There's definitely things inside that are like, okay, go entertain.